두둥 넷플릭스 두둥 Sleep in the woods. I think you know um what's Peter Steele, the um type one negative guy? Mm-hmm. Uh everyone loved him because he was like strong buff daddy with the like deep baritone voice. Yeah. That's basically me, so I think I can make a typo negative too. Check it out. Sweet days <laughs> of summer. Is that the name of it? Is it typo negative two? Yeah. But he's dead also. Peter Steele's dead, right? I think he's dead. Yeah, I think he is. I don't know. The other yeah. day I'm like, this guy's got to be dead. And I looked up somebody and it turns out they weren't dead. So what, what do <laughs> I know? 2010. Nah, what a, what a good what? year to die. He had sepsis caused by diverticulitis. Oh, shit. That's that hard. sucks. <laughs> That's bad. What a bad he's way only, to die. He's only 48. I got to grow my hair out really long to be Peter Steele, too, though. And you got to get diverticulitis, which isn't fun. I don't think I'll get diverticulitis. <laughs> I think I'll skip that part. No, you gotta do you gotta you gotta do the hole. Can't, no, can't I just wanna, pass it. I just wanna be strong daddy with baritone voice. Technically I already am, but I'm not famous for it yet. Well, we're working on it. This podcast is all about this your baritone voice. It's gonna send us straight to the moon. Yeah, grandparents called it with me on my birthday. Um and our oh, grandma called me in years, but go ahead. And grandma uh she has dementia. Yeah. Or, yeah, <laughs> uh, some form of dementia. So I don't think she knew exactly who I was. And when I first started talking, she's like, whoa, what a deep voice. <laughs> Even though you basically like, yeah. just sound exactly like dad. Yeah, I don't like my voice might be a little bit deeper. I don't know. But yeah, you, me and dad all kind of basically sound the same. And Peter Steele. <laughs> Sweet days of summer. No one sleeps in the woods tonight. No one oh, sleeps in the woods tonight. This picture There's of some him guys sucks. with space leprosy. He's got like a horseshoe mustache and a like block goatee. He looks terrible. Why would you do that, Peter Steele? I heard soul patch when you said block goatee. Oh yeah. So anyway, he is kind of like a soul patch. Anyways, this is Content Sewer episode number two. We're here to uh, watch and review every Netflix original film. We're so far. This is only the second one. We're it's on number take, two. It's gonna take a while, I guess. Um, I am Sweet Kyle. Uh, I decided though I want to have like a more ostentatious name, so I, I'm going to be King Sweet. King Sweet. Not sweet. Even, just King Sweet, not King Sweet Kyle. Just King Sweet. Just King Sweet. I, like I don't even. I don't need Kyle anymore. That's the name my slave masters gave me. <laughs> King Sweet now. Uh, and you are. I'm the final girl. The final girl. Your best girl, best boy. Uh, what's new this week, huh? You um. Your wife went to the uh the the. God, I don't know if I should talk about that. Um, 
Yeah, so uh, we've talked about this before. My wife works at a school. She went to the, the district get-together for, like, the start of the school year. Yeah. Uh, and, like, any corporate job you've ever worked at, there's a lot of, like, rah, rah, this is great. Uh, but this year was, like, t- off the chain. Um, it started with, um, you know, they're in the cafeteria. I guess it's not a cafeteria. It's a gym, I think. They're in the gym. Lights cut off. The door in the back kicks open. You hear an engine rev up. And sure enough, the fucking superintendent rolls in on his goddamn motorcycle. He pops off, starts telling everybody about how much money the school got this year. And then he's like, I need part of the crowd to say amen and part of the man, crowd to say hallelujah. And um, as it goes on and on, the hallelujah part starts to become more and more um, uh, musical, according to my wife. And I'll shit yeah. you not if this dude doesn't break out into his like karaoke version of Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. Which is, a, if I'm not mistaken, a song about sex. Leonard Cohen is a secular Jew, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, and he does love sex. Most of his songs are about like beautiful women and stuff. I mean, one of the lines, like, like the uh, second line in the first, in the, oh, I'm sorry, the first line in the second verse is what uh, you tied me to your kitchen chair, you uh, tore my clothes, you your burnt hair, and you tore from my lips the hallelujah, the hallelujah. It's like uh, what's that? Is that it's take me to pe- ch- yeah, that <laughs> take, take me, me to church. church it has church in it. It's got to be religious. I mean, first of all, the fucking Supreme Court and their bullshit. Now that everybody feels comfortable talking religious shit in school, I find that fucking abhorrent to begin with. But the parody, it's like a, you're living in a satire at this point. Like, life is that Abbott Elementary TV show. Uh, no, never watched it, but um, I kind of, I kind of, I, I get the vibe. I think it's fucking insane. Yeah, it rules. Uh, anyway, so I'm thinking about homeschooling kids. Hallelujah. He should have sang the Jeff Buckley version. <laughs> it's the same version, isn't it? Isn't there only like one or two little yeah, differences? Jeff Buckley's got a better voice than Leonard Cohen. Well, I mean, this guy doesn't have a... Uh, not a man I picture as having a great voice, so... Yeah. Yeah, I think that song is definitely about sex. Leonard Cohen's like a similar kind of guy to like david lynch or maybe even myself you know a real yowza dame kind of guy <laughs> <laughs> yowza dame uh i don't got anything going on this week i don't have kids i don't get to school schools for fools i think you should take your kid just homeschool your kids anyways like well they're not learning shit there anyways <laughs> i mean i don't know it's really plus i heard all the teachers are really rumors or something all no, the teachers yeah, are rumors. well i mean in Arizona, most of the teachers aren't even really teachers. You know, they really lowered the standards so much that um, basically anybody off the street can just wander in and be a teacher, it feels like. Uh, and they don't let the teachers really teach anything, but you're right. They're all groomers teaching them about the critical race theory and how they should hate themselves because they're white or something in rural Arizona. <laughs> a lot of teachers are groomers, but not in the way that... Uh, conservatives mean they're like oh they're turning our kids gay or whatever but what the reality is, is teachers are grooming kids to be another brick in the wall yeah. i heard that song exactly exactly <laughs> it's cliche but a lot of cliches are true speaking it's, of cliches it's cliche because the pink floyd made it cliche. <laughs> yeah <laughs> speaking of cliches we watched nobody sleeps in the woods tonight uh it's purported to be the first polish slasher film I that can't be true. I couldn't find anything that went against that, but I, I just there's no way there had to have been like something in the 70s or 80s that was a, technically a slasher film. Uh, content sewer. We are sifting through the waste that is consumer content brought to you by Netflix, searching for the gems. 
I thought maybe this one might be a surprise, at least for like my as far as my tastes mm-hmm. go. Right, this seems like it should be right up my alley. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's an okay little horror movie, you know what I mean? Yeah, but uh, uh, it's just, mm. uh, better than Ridiculous Six. But what what couldn't be at this point? Well, it just reminds me of uh, all of like Rob Zombie's horror movies. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. yeah go sorry, go finish that. But it's really like a pop culture. Well, uh, or at, like any time a horror fan gets to make a horror movie where they just throw everything into it without thinking about what actually works in the films that they like, you know what I mean? So this movie's got like some meta elements to it, right? There's a character that's kind of self-aware about it being a horror movie. And then it's also kind of like, oh, look, brutal gore and some body horror. And, oh, it's kind of like, you know, Friday the 13th, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You know, it's like five different oh, movies. And then once. also like, oh, weird social commentary. Oh, yeah. So obviously it's Polish. So um, Catholic Church, bad. Uh, Poland, right wing which is also bad and uh police are useless which all of it's true right catholicism's bad police are bad right wing's bad so not bad it's just like it's just a lot uh, of, some of it doesn't it's feels shoehorned into the movie is my yeah, problem with it yeah that's most things in the movie it seems like and it's then, just then shit this that they've seen in other horror movies yeah. so they put it in it rather than you know making something interesting by its own merit uh end of episode i guess <laughs> <laughs> well, we cover that one pretty solidly uh yeah, so all right a group of technology dependent teenagers go to offline camp and face a deadly danger lurking in a woods in a woods uh i guess i thought it was like summer camp but um that those two brothers at the end are they mentioned they're celebrating hitler's birthday so that means it's like in April. Does summer break start in like April in Poland? I don't know enough about Polish uh, to say for sure. But I mean, this is like mm-hmm. uh, these are like troubled youths, right? A lot of them were uh, not. I think at one point they say that they were some of most of them were kicked out of school, right? Yeah, they're like struggling. This is like one of those like uh, bad kid boot camps. Yeah. Um, which w- would have made for an interesting. Uh, well, I mean, the whole conceit of it is just to, so they don't have their cell phones the entire movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because if you, oh, we're lost in the woods, well, fucking whatever, we'll use geolocation. <laughs> it's like it's Poland, it's not that big, you know. <laughs> if you walk far enough, you'll get out. Yeah, so that's the setup for it. Uh, I think it would have been interesting if, um, it was just about one of these bad kid boot camps and how terrible they are. That that could just be a horror movie, right? Just child abuse and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I. Harden really didn't drive a lot of enjoyment out of child abuse, I would say. So that's that's probably why they didn't go that route. Um, but I, I think I think there's something there. Yeah, but I just feel like every movie, from in my opinion, anyways, should be as like confrontationally socio political as possible. That's my opinion. Every you're, movie should. You're just, asking a lot from a Netflix original. <laughs> <laughs> it should just go for the throat of culture at large. Every single movie. I don't want any more of these soft, wishy-washy, non-political <laughs> films. I want everything to be just absurdly political. So uh, I'm waiting uh, for Mamma Mia 3. That one's going to be real political. That's why I only watch the Chinese propaganda movies now. <laughs> I mean, at least they're just about how great the Chinese glorious China is. <clears throat> Jackie Chan's got one coming out about the, the them evacuating uh, Chinese immig- uh, immigrants from Syria. So that's fun. That's cool. Jackie Chan, um, 
fell off. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. Oh, that, speaking of um, directors who uh, started in Hong Kong and now have to suffer under through China, the, the China, communist yoke. The, yeah, the Chinese mainland China's uh, production companies because they have all the money and shit now. Uh, today's Wong Kar Wai's birthday. Happy birthday, Wong Kar Wai. Hell yeah, happy birthday. One of my favorite dudes. How cliche, right? I'm a movie guy like Wong Kar Wai. <laughs> You'll never meet another guy like me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, to be fair, if you just go around telling people you like Wong Kar Wai, they're going to go, who? Yeah, I mean, mo- the general people won't know, but I imagine people on the internet, a podcast listening audience, especially one about movies. Uh, actually, you know, I, I feel like the, a lot of the online movie space is dominated by it's, consumer pop culture. Yeah, it's, stuff they know uh, Scorsese. They know Scorsese, and he only makes mafia movies. No, <laughs> he only bad. makes fun of Marvel movies. <laughs> and he's, he's they're bad. mad at him about it. It's because all his movies are just about white men. So that's bad. And that, they're about how good white men are, too. <laughs> <laughs> the Poland, huh? I don't know too much about Poland. I've mentioned before on the other podcasts that for a period of time, I was watching a lot of Polish films. This is about, I don't know, a decade ago, maybe. But I uh, don't know too much about Poland. I do know that my most recent ex-girlfriend's family is very Polish. And um, Polish ladies, they're real hot. <laughs> <laughs> Polish ladies, they're real. <laughs> yeah, they exist. I met a few of them. Met a few of them uh, indeed fan in of my their, travels. I'm a fan of their sausages. I'm upset Costco doesn't sell them anymore. Kielbasa? No, I believe it's called a Polish sausage at uh, Costco. Uh, Polish people have really cool names. Let's go over some of the cast. Uh, They will be unknown to everyone because I imagine they're probably not even like famous actors in Poland based on this just being a low budget horror film with like teenagers in it. But let's just go over some of the actors because they have uh, cool names. Uh, Stanislav. Oh, C-Y-W-K-A. What do you think? C-Y-W-K-A. No, this is not. I don't think anybody's going around with that last name. Um, I don't know. So W's make V sounds. Vuka. 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 And C-Y makes like a, should make a legitimate, I think it's an S sound, right? I don't know enough about Polish. Vodka? That sounds more yeah. like other Eastern European languages, more Slavic languages. And Polish isn't based on Slavic, is it? Yeah, Polish is a Slavic language. I believe. Well, we better investigate yeah, so we'll that check before that we get cancels. I don't even know. No one's going to cancel this for that one. Uh, Polish is a West Slavic language of the Lechitic group. Lechitic. Uh, it's the official language of Polish. Poland, I mean. Does no, that surprise you? No. Uh, yeah, so that's Stanislav. I that's a really cool name. I like Stanislav. Oh, there's also Miroslav, another the guy that plays the postman. Oh, that's important. His name is Miroslav. Wait, there's a postman in this? Brzuswich, Zabruchwich. Got it, man. Polish names, huh? <laughs> uh, Piotr. Piotr. That's a good name. Piotr Rasputin. Watch check. <laughs> this is a podcast where we just list a bunch of Polish names that we find interesting. What I like about um, Polish names is they're... I mean, I guess this is true about most of, like, 
Eurasia, right? There's a lot of shared names between cultures, right? But they're integrated into the culture specifically. Like your name is Sean, but that's the Irish version of John, right? Mm-hmm. And then like uh, Hungary, John is Jan, right? And then, uh, you know, shit like that. So like they got uh, Bart- Bartlemiesz, which is like Bartholomew, right? But it's like the Polish version. That's dope. Uh, they also got Isabella. That's just, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, Victoria is spelled with a W. That's tight. You know, in Poland, Victoria. they think of Elizabeth as a dope uh, name. Makes you think. Maybe. <laughs> Olaf. They got an Olaf in here, too. Oh, uh, that snowman guy? Olaf Zubasenko. Zubasenko. That's the policeman, the ineffectual policeman at the end. Who's got, not, man, he's, he's not super ineffectual. <laughs> his life. His life sounds terrible. Yeah, you know, yes, so. he's, got, he's got a lot going for him. He's, he, you know, he gets to read most of the day, so. This is directed by uh, Bartosz M. Kowalski. I believe Kowalski is like, one, isn't that like one of the most common yeah, like Polish Smith. names? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's equivalent to like Smith, right? Uh, after finishing watching this film, Netflix immediately started playing the sequel, which I didn't know exists. Oh, so I did, because I, I recommended it to me when I was finished. Yeah, round of applause. Um, I didn't think the movie was particularly great, but independently made goofy horror movie from Poland. Hell yeah, I'll celebrate it. Good job, guys. I'm glad I'll, you I'll, I'll, I'll celebrate it a little bit, but no, yeah, not too much because I'm probably gonna have to watch it. That's bad. Oh yeah, I mean we're gonna watch it eventually. We're watching every single one. IMDb has a screenshot from the movie that I do not remember seeing in the movie. It must have gotten cut. It's like two of the kids in like bathing suits sitting in a stream. I don't remember them ever yeah. getting spicy like that. They got pretty spicy. I mean, there's boobs in it, so that's cool. Boobs and gore. Obviously, I'm a big fan of both. I like when they're in movies. Uh, sex scene, very cool. And um, the homage to Friday the 13th, right? Because uh, he gets beat to death in his sleeping bag. That's always a fun thing. <laughs> I mean... Uh, the- Synopsis of the movie doesn't really it doesn't really let you know what it, what the the important aspects of the film are. The most important aspect is uh, there's two brothers living in the backwoods of Poland, and they found a meteorite that I guess had like a, a symbiote, right? That was venom in there. No, I've seen venom before. That was like some sort of like um, cosmic leprosy. They got space leprosy. They're space yeah, lepers. It, it fucked them up. Turned them into uh, hills have eyes, leatherface type zombie shit. monsters. Yeah. And yeah. they ate their dog, which, uh, what a way to start out. Oh, no, eating dogs. Ooh, you're not supposed to eat dogs. What? No, no. I mean, in a desperate situation, if it's me or the dog, the dog's got to go. Actually, I don't know if I'd be able to do that if I was friends with the dog, you know? Yeah, it's kind of like eating a family member. Yeah. <clears throat> but if it was like a strange dog. <laughs> oh, if it's me or a stranger dog? Oh, man, that stranger yeah. dog is in trouble. Stranger things, dog. Uh, yeah, the um, the monster boys, they're just like big fat guys with boils on them. They suck. I don't like the design of these. <laughs> yeah, it's real. It is real lazy. It's just hey, a couple of fat thinking, guys. I was also thinking, obviously, who cares? I don't like when people criticize films where they're just like, especially a movie like this, where they're just talking shit about the logic of the film. So this isn't a legitimate criticism. I just wanted to bring it up. If she had them chained up since they were little boys, how do they got clothes on that fit them? You know what I mean? Why aren't they just walking around? Well, I imagine after they escaped, they're like, oh, we bought a 
gotta put on some some fancy new clothes or maybe she, i don't know yeah. you know what i mean there's a lot of shit that pants. if you really think about it, it does not make sense in this movie like why does that old man who knows about these two creeps still live in the woods next to the two murderers you know I mean, that makes sense to the fucking... You take a look at the economy these days. How's he going to move out of the woods? <laughs> he, um, first of all, he got his legs torn off by them at some point, and he survived. Mm. That's yeah. not something he really should be able to do on his own, so he sought medical attention, right? So someone else... No. Would, He's it, just Polish. It never, none of, again, none of this really makes sense if you think about it too much. Well, so, so, I, so I, don't. I can hand wave away a lot of it, but the biggest thing for me is that basement should be covered in doo-doo oh i thought it was it's pretty dark it's just, and musty down there i assume it should just be <laughs> it should just there should just be like well, six inches deep human doo-doo. We, we know they eat but we don't know that they do do you know they don't mean maybe the part of having space leprosies you don't need to make dukes anymore that's why they get so big and strong oh, they keep all their muscle yeah. meat yeah, like they're so good at digesting stuff it's all a hundred percent of it is turned into mass yep Damn, I need to get some of that. <laughs> some right of that space I'm tired of tired of doing. I want to get bigger. Actually, I guess I'm big enough right now. I mean, they weren't very uh, muscular necessarily. In like, like the church, they, they were kind of more like um, even on the a nice way of putting it would be like uh, you know world's strongest man competition type guys. Oh, big fats. Yeah, big That's fats. What I call them. I call them. or strong big fats. Yeah, big strongs. Strong yeah, fats. like world's strongest man are big strong are big strongs, but you also sometimes you get strong fats, and uh, sometimes you get big fats. <laughs> you got skinny fat. Not to body shame these horrible monsters in the film, but they're <laughs> uh, they're big fats. Um, I really like. I guess like, my question a lot about this is like how. For, oh yeah. Well, again, they've, they've been Poland, eaten. I would assume. Because you know, in Poland, in most oh, countries, I believe. Now? Oh yeah, I believe in most countries they have um you know pretty good regulation about their food, right? So they don't just eat straight poison all the time like we do. Tell that to the Australians. Oh, I mean they Australia has the same problem we do, I believe, where it's just like uh, fucking here you go. Some Here's your fucking Maccas. Here's your fucking Maccas. I'm on Schmoko. So leave me alone. Maccas. Go down to the servo. <laughs> <laughs> Like you mean Get a Circle K, you fucker. The servo. We don't have a Circle K. Oh, wait, no, there's a Circle K down the street. Yeah, we're sure we have a Circle K. Shut up. There's two Circle Ks within like a what walking the, distance of me. The one closest to me is like, I forget what it's called. It just says Corner Store on it. Isn't it Valero? Like, is it Valero? I don't no, it's, remember anymore. It's like, what's the. Man, I don't. Fuck. I don't it's too many, too many convenience stores. It keeps getting bought out by different people, I think. The only reason I know that is because, like, the uh, shit on the um, AT, not on the debit card reader shit changes all the time. <laughs> <clears throat> the corner store, Circle K, and the luxury corner store out here, QT. Oh, yeah, QT is the best. Yeah. Get a breakfast pizza. They got, they got snacks in there, yeah. I mean, the corner store's got snacks, too, if you want, like, the, the sketchiest... Yeah. <laughs> QT's got fancy gas station food. Yeah, they got um, pizza, taquitos, big taquitos, uh, you know, other stuff. They got other stuff in there. Check it out. If you ever come to Arizona, I think it's, I think it's in more places than Arizona. I'm not sure, but I, I would guess it. Oh, really? Yeah. I guess I always just associated it with Arizona because we didn't have it in California, and then it's all over the place out here. So I was like, oh, it's the Arizona thing. 
I feel that's the same way about Circle K. Is Circle K not oh, just yeah. Arizona? I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Again, I don't know about either one of those. I'm used to the 7-Eleven and the AMP. Yeah, that's like 7-Eleven is obviously national. That's just even in Japan and stuff. But um, 7-Eleven I associate with California and then like Circle K is associated with Arizona. Uh, oh, this is man. about um, my favorite gas stations now. As you can tell, we really love this movie and there's just a bunch to talk about. It was this the the problem with this movie is it's uh, not particularly bad and not particularly good. It's just fine. Yeah, I mean, if you have like a an hour and they, well, it is like twenty it's minutes too, too long. long. Yeah, you got yeah, you got about an hour and twenty minutes to kill. Uh, too bad because this this it's movie is twenty longer than that. It's uh, like an hour and fifty or something. Yeah, it's pretty it really close to ours. They honestly could have uh, cut that second scene where the old man kills the gay kid because that really added nothing to the movie besides like, oh, he panicked. I think they just had to wrap up what happened to the. Well, oh, I just assume that he got killed by the the dude when he opened the cub the. Uh, I want to say cubicle, but that's not what it's called. The conf confessional. <laughs> Oh, maybe. Well, I know they didn't I, show it, but I wouldn't. Even if they didn't show it at that point, I wouldn't be okay. I would never seen that. You know what I mean? I just assumed he died then. Well, it's also like uh, his uh, his part of the movie was completely useless, anyways, right? Well, I mean, it's to have a little again. It's, they were shoehorning some social commentary in there, which it's okay, and it, you can do the, yeah. a lot of horror movies do that. It's just I don't know. It just it didn't feel like there's any payoff for it at all, and usually there is a little bit of payoff for it. I feel like. Yeah, and also this movie doesn't have an overall message or anything. You know what I mean? It's just like, hey, do you know the Catholic Church is bad? So like, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Didn't know that. Hey, do you know uh, homosexuals have it pretty bad in Poland? Yep. Yep. What does that have to do with space mutants? <laughs> What's the deal here? Are the, do they represent like no a, atomic? They don't, I don't think age. they represent anything. Yeah, they're just like hillbilly monsters because they the director or writer saw it in uh the other West. western movies yeah so he's like oh i'd do that too in poland which i assume there's probably like backwards weirdos in poland i think they probably have those people everywhere right uh, how can they not and then you the, uh, they, they have enough creepy uh children's stories there's gotta be a weird guy in poland living in the woods i there was my favorite Part of the movie is that when the cop gets cut in half, I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah, I, I mean, for as gory as it was, a lot of the deaths were kind of like, all right, uh, pretty bland. Yeah. yeah, I think as far as the desk go, I like the uh, the blonde girl, where all of a sudden there's a spear through her face. Oh yeah, I did like that cut too because it's like he's having um a very like you know, heartfelt soul searching moment and poignant. Yeah, and then it just cuts to her being impaled, and you're like, "What the fuck?" There's two of these doo doo men, because I think that's when they first I first realized there was multiple doo doo men. I, I realized there was two doo doo men because they only were showing one, but the house had a picture of twin boys. I'm like, "Oh, there's gonna be two doo doo men." Yeah, I guess that was it was supposed to be a little swerve for you in that scene because we had just cut from the other group of characters who were yeah. interacting with the first doo doo man, so you imagine these two characters are gonna be safe, but psych. Another doo, -doo, doo doo man, which is that's what officially what these monsters are called. Doo -doo In the man. credits are doo doo men. Yeah, doo -doo 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 Night of the Creeps had the little butt cheek aliens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a, a a running sort of 
thread of coincidence synchronicity on our original VHS VHS cult podcast where we kept having to talk about John Landis and how he accidentally killed or he got people <laughs> killed on the set of Twilight Zone. I mean, I don't know how you, that one keeps coming up. Well, uh, this movie, they referenced um, American Werewolf in London, right. directed by John Landis. So once again, John Landis uh, killed the Killed an actor, well, a couple actors, and a couple of children. But it's okay, because they're yeah. studio children. Yeah, and uh, he's like, you know, <laughs> hey, you know, that's Hollywood, baby. That's exactly what he said. <laughs> and then interestingly, so, you know, the uh, Sometimes great the, art requires sacrifice. The movie we're watching next week is very directly connected to John Landis. Because it's written by his son, Max oh, Landis. Maxwell. He also sucks too, right? Yeah, right. I could have sworn I, I read some shit about him sucking. Yeah, I guess we'll, we'll figure we'll out worry next about week. that next week. Yeah, um, I, there's nothing much to say about uh, Bartosz Kowalski because he made a film before Nobody Sleeps in the Woods, and then he made a sequel. Yeah, film before it's called Playground. Oh, wait. He's filming Hellhole right now. Hell yeah! Now that's what's up. What's that hold about? In a monastery cut off from the world, the monks run a clinic for the possessed. One day, a young policeman, Merrick, comes to the convent. Posing as a clergyman, he penetrates... All right. He Whoa. penetrates monastic life and tries to explain the recent mysterious disappearance of several tormented inmates. It turns out, however, that there's no way out of the monastery. Oh, it's got Olaf Lubasenko in it. Wait, if he got into the monastery, how come he can't get out? Uh, you know, spooky shit. Got it. Type of stuff that happens in horror movies. Spooky stuff. Like Lichessa. Probably, probably a couple doo doo monsters. Remember Lichessa? Lichessa. Lichessa. With Anthony Bourdain's sexual aggressive wife. Sexual assaulting wife, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, Asia Argento. You know. They were, were, they, were, they were married, were they? I thought they were just boyfriend and girlfriend. Well, they had a child, right? I, yeah, that doesn't mean you're married. You don't have to get married to have kids, I Kyle. How old were. are you? What year is it? Yeah, but I thought they were married. Maybe I not. could be wrong, but I didn't think they were. Not that it really matters. Oh, we're just trying to no. fill time at this kill time at this point. Because mm, this, I mean, you know, we got to be careful with this podcast, to be honest. Because this is just this is the death of talking about movies. Is when something is just okay, it, and this is the perfect movie where it is. Just okay. Just okay. Uh, looking at the uh, audience scores on Rotten Tomato, though, I'm a little surprised. Um, so the what is it? The reviews. There's only six reviews for the official reviews. It's at 67. percent mm. The audience mm. score is 30. percent Oh, I think 67 percent is a little bit more accurate than 30. percent Yeah, I mean, but I think 60 is a little high. 30 is definitely low. Yeah, but uh, I the audience score for most movies that I like is usually. Uh, not representative of like my taste in fact when there's movies that come out that have like a critical score of like 70 percent or greater and then the audience score is like 20 30 percent you usually know that's actually a pretty good movie because that means some <laughs> asshole got it in red box and was like i didn't understand it <laughs> well and there's also the converse of that or, or the converse converse of that converse I can't talk. Whatever, where it's uh, the uh, uh, like the uh, critic score is like thirty percent, and the audience score is mm. you know eighty. 
Oh yeah, that's when you know it's terrible. Like, no, it's some, some of those like, can be fucking... good movies. It's just like, oh, I mean, I should say fun movies. Not necessarily like they're not gonna win an award, but you can uh, sit and I watch guess... it. Have to me, time. that usually means it's going to be like a Disney product. Well, I don't know. I, I feel like for babies. <laughs> there's probably like some horror movies you like that that fit that bill. Like I oh, bet Nightmare on like... Elm Street, like their the reviews for when it first came out from a lot of critics were not well received, and it's it's climbed in critic ratings after that. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. So I mean, like it's stuff from the '80s and the '90s, sure. But I mean, I I was seeing more just like modern films that come out now. I still think that's true. A, like, I bet if we looked at, uh, well, that's probably not true. Now that I think about it. No, um, I think horror movies that are bad now probably have bad critic scores and kind of bad audience scores, rather than bad critic score or high audience score. I think that this movie. Should have never been made. This movie's got a 4.9 on IMDb. That seems about right. I'd maybe bump it up to like 5.5. Yeah, 5 seems about right. Like half, out of 10. It's a oh, I'm not on board with middle movie. I'm not on board with this movie. Shouldn't have been made, though. I'm glad this movie got made. This is like good shit. People should be able to make movies like this all the time. They should just be nonstop independently produced random horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, you think are just okay. Well, yeah, but at least like you can tell all the people making, like the the guy making this movie, really wanted to make this movie. You know, that's the same thing about Rob Zombie. I don't like any of Rob Zombie's movies, but I'm glad Rob Zombie gets to make movies. No, have you seen the trailer for Zombie. the Monsters? No, I haven't. Is it good? Um. Oh, it looks like he. Didn't I have I used to really like the Monsters as a kid, so I, I'm like, I'm not really looking forward to it. I think uh, it's definitely in Rob Zombie's wheelhouse, right? Because, like I said, he's very much. Um, this is like a. This, I just like is, what it's like. What's the? I don't know. What tone is it gonna have? You know, it just seems like. What do you movie you're making? Oh, I mean, it just looks. It seems like a TV show. They're just having fun. Huh. But Rob <laughs> Zombie's the type of guy that doesn't really exist anymore. Like when you think of like pop culture consumer nerds now, it's Star Wars and Marvel and comics and blah blah, blah like that. But there used to be like sci-fi horror guys that were the big, you know, big like pop yeah. culture Well, I mean, what's what's kind of happened is that um, uh, certain aspects of nerddom have gotten really, really popular, and so mm-hmm. those aspects, it's almost like anything else. You know what I mean? It's just like oh, uh, I'm trying to think of like it's just a cool thing, you know, to be into Star Wars or Marvel yeah. movies or that shit. Um, there's still people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's still honestly, if you look on the internet, there's still plenty of people who Rob Zombie that really care about weird sci-fi shit or weird horror shit. It's just that. Uh, oh yeah, I'm one of them, but it's you know, it's not as. Uh, it used to be more common than it is. I guess it was my point. I guess it, I don't know that I feel like it is any more common than it used to be. I feel like they're already kind of always kind of a rare breed. Yeah, and then they stuck out more nerd, because they, the nerddom was a lot smaller. Hmm. I don't want to say nerd dumb again. Nerd dumb. Nerd dumb. Nerd, nerd dumb. You're nerd and a dumb. No, I'm a nerd dom. When I meet nerds, I dominate them with my masculine prowess. Because I'm I'm like the apex nerd. I was thinking about <laughs> that the other day when, when Shinzo Abe got blasted and all like. Yeah, the, that would never happen um, to me. All the American weebs were like upset about it because all they know about Japan is anime. So he Shinzo Abe must be cool, right? It's like 
You fucking American weebs. I'm like, the, I've been a weeb since I was a kid, but I like all the cool shit from Japan. And I'm not like Orientalist and weird about it. You guys fucking suck. That's why I'm the king of the weebs. <laughs> well, we're canceled. You guys like fucking goofy ass anime and shit. There's only like three good animes. And they all feature tentacles. Akira's got and he comes like a like a flesh monster. I'll allow it. I'll say it's tentacle. Oh, well, wait, so you are you counting uh, TV shows or movies that we do and lump them all together? Now that we're not talking about the fucking Polish movie we watch now. What for anime? Yeah, all together. <laughs> <laughs> and I I don't consider Studio Ghibli. I was gonna say they, they fuck you, Miyazaki. <laughs> Miyazaki transcends anime. In fact, he doesn't want to be. Associated with anime, he's Too made bad. that perfectly clear multiple times. Too bad. So, anime's a joke. It's for nerds. It's for creeps. F- fucking Western creeps. Oh man, I feel so bad for this movie. We, there's just like nothing to say about it. I, it's really it, again. It, it is, is one of those movies like it it's comes and it goes. All right, I watched it. It was again. Oh, like, I told you, I had more to say. A ridiculous six because it was. Was so bad, yeah. really bad. Like this is just like okay. Hey. Oh, um, here's the most. I here's what makes the movie from it, it'll this tops it brings it over okay into hey not too bad hey that's pretty good uh, they have a very Thurman heavy soundtrack that's pretty cool you uh, don't hear that too often anymore some of the soundtrack didn't really fit at some certain places I felt like but I did like the soundtrack overall. Well, it also Theremin generally people would associate with like fifties and sixties sci-fi movies, right? Which, uh, especially the beginning of the movie, I was like, "Oh, Theremin, that's an interesting choice." And then when they introduced the meteorite, I was like, "Okay, all right, that's kind of sci-fi. It's kind of Theremin-y. That's a good place to put it, Theremin." Because <laughs> yeah, Theremin's always just like Ooh. this island Earth, that type yeah, of shit. Yeah. The crawling spleen. Mystery Science Theater movie. Pretty uh, much, yeah, that type of shit. Also, this Island Earth is Mystery Science Theater movie, right? Uh, no, I, this Island Earth is a very famous. Oh no, like, wait, I know. Sci-fi. I know it's a famous sci-fi movie. I just mean that the Mystery Science, the the actual Mystery Science Theater movie, the one that they put in the theaters, they watched this oh. Island Earth. Jesus, oh, really? Kyle, keep up. I'm pretty sure we watched it together at one point. I don't remember being this Island Earth. Google it. Right. I'm pretty sure I'm right. My favorite mystery science theater episode is Soul Taker, obviously. A little cliche, but... Look at the that guy's face. Oh, man, that guy's face is small. It's got Joe Estevez. Man, we should have just watched Soul Taker. <laughs> I don't think that's a Netflix original. If the mystery science theater dudes watched this movie, how would they riff on it? I'm sure they could, they could do it. They, they've probably done it on legitimately okay movies before. I guess like this my, on Earth. The with this movie, it's like, it's like technically well made too. There's not like any mistakes. It's just kind of like uh, my problem with it is just that it it kind of doesn't have like a strong identity. But technical aspects, like the overhead shots of the woods, are really cool. The woods in Poland look pretty spooky. Uh, hey, you know that one scene when they um first find the mutilated deer? Yeah. And uh, uh, Zosha, our heroine, like looks off into the woods and she sees a hand. Like, yeah, I didn't get what that was supposed to be about. 
but then the, the tree's so narrow how would someone be hiding behind it you know what i mean that i was like what the fuck uh, i thought that later, was cool and then later on we see at, how big these dudes are like what the fuck well yeah at the time i was like oh cool that's spooky i wonder you know what what that's gonna be about and the movie kept going and i was like uh why'd they have that scene because <laughs> like what was i don't know you know because yeah the, the it was like it doesn't seem impi- to relate to the two killers at all yeah, the impossibility of what she saw is very intriguing and cool, but then it doesn't the that the monster, the doom and it uh I don't know, they don't show him having any particularly magical powers to like obscure themselves, right? Oh, well, they do seem to just teleport out of nowhere, Jason Voorhees style. I mean, that's every like supernatural slasher movie, yeah. even Michael Myers, who's technically not supernatural, except uh, for yeah, yeah, I've seen the new horror movies. <laughs> evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. <laughs> evil dies tonight. Oh shit! Evil got me. I can't wait for the next one. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I guess it's you've said it, but Michael Myers has basically been a supernatural killer since uh, Halloween four. I want to say three, but that's the uh, yeah. That's the mask one. <laughs> What's cool about um, the Danny McBride, Evan Greenberg, whatever the Halloween trilogy is? The first one came out, and I was like, "Hey, man, that is a pretty, actually, pretty dope Halloween movie. Great job." Next one came out, god awful, and they're gonna make a third one. So just imagine how bad that one could be. <laughs> now they're gonna swing all like, the way back around. Yeah, we're talking like Spider-Man three levels of bad. This one could be, and oh, Spider-Man three could be worse. Famous Spider-Man 3. famously, Spider-Man three. That's my favorite Spider-Man <laughs> movie. So bad is good. Hmm. Well, let's. I've. I'm not a big fan of Sam Raimi. Um. So I was never really into the Spider-Man, the Raimi Spider-Man trilogy, and I liked when it went so far over the top that it became like obviously stupid. Because beforehand, I was already like, oh, these movies are kind of stupid. And I liked when I was just like, oh, we're really going to be stupid now. <laughs> and then I've never seen any of the new Spider-Man movies. And I saw the first Amazing Spider-Man in the theaters. And uh, I said, mm, no thanks, never again. No, thank you, Spider-Man. I'm done. I had about enough of that. I've seen enough Spider-Man. Uh, enough yeah, Spider-Man. They're not, they're, I mean, they're not good. You know, they're okay. They're all Marvel movies. They're a Marvel movie. Yeah, everyone will forget about him. No, that doesn't seem to be what's happening. Oh, you mean the individual movie? Yeah, but as a whole. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Normal people got to start be burnt out on that shit by now, right? No. There's so much of it. Mm-mm. You got to be tired of watching that shit. No, sir. No one's watching. Uh... Yeah, they're tired of it, so they all turned in to watch uh, Top Gun Maverick. No one watched uh, Moon Knight, right? I think actually Moonlight was pretty popular. I think Miss Marvel had the lowest ratings. Miss Marvel? Yeah, it's the new one. Is it like a TV show? Yeah, it's a TV show. I didn't even know that shit existed. How could you not, sir? I'm this like is, their primary culture. I'm like their primary demographic, to be I honest. I think you're a little old for their primary demographic, but yeah. Oh, maybe. But it's like, I don't know, man. They got to, like, market some of their TV shit. Like, <laughs> I usually don't know any of their shit exists until, like, a month after it's off the air and people are talking shit about it, you know? Oh, I, I read that they're going to... We are talking about this? I don't think we did. That they're they're uh, making a... 
Sequel or continuation to the 1990s X-Men cartoon. Oh, really? Yeah. As, I mean, if I was involved with it, it'd probably be cool, but... Because <laughs> it'd be, all be fucking. Yeah, I don't imagine that it's going to be that good. Well, that's the whole thing about X-Men. It's only like, fucking. Well, no, only Grant Morrison's brave enough to make them all polyamorous. Uh, no, that was, uh, fuck no that was fucking Hickman's shit, right? We talked about oh, this for sure, and I was I would call Logan, uh, Wolverine a one-minute man. Yeah, that shit rules. That's what makes X-Men cool, in my opinion. Like, push it to the limit. They're already outcasts, right? The whole all society hates the X-Men or whatever. Fucking let them play by their own rules. I want to be a goddamn X-Men and have, like, three lives that they share with Wolverine. <laughs> I'm not sharing shit with Wolverine. Fuck off, Wolverine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I'll share with tough, someone man. way cooler than Wolverine, but not Wolverine. Wolverine will fuck you up, man. Wolverine, I'll throw Wolverine into the fucking sun. He's so I guess it small. Depends, it depends on what your powers are. If Wolverine yeah, if I'm an X-Men, I got something going for me. Uh, I, I probably talk to computers or something bullshit. One of those bullshit powers no one wants. Oh, I look like a, I look like a buzzard. Fucking beach. You're going to be like um, Chamber, the guy that like throws <laughs> vomits, up. <laughs> vomits pain. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> what a terrible power. That was always an interesting aspect of X-Men, though, is when they would introduce characters where it's like their mutant power is like absolutely a fucking curse. And they'd be like, oh, I, I definitely understand your pain. I control the weather. Yeah, right. I have complete mastery <laughs> over the uh, the lightning and storm. And what, what's mm. your problem? Oh, I look like a fucking eagle all the time. <laughs> <laughs> What was that character that uh, Beak or whatever? Beak, yeah, Beak. Like the, yeah, he didn't even just look like an eagle. He looked like a baby bird. You know, like when they don't have feathers mm-hmm. and like, ugh. <laughs> that was Grant Morrison, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Grant Morrison. You got that one? Hell yeah, that's fucking Grant Morrison type shit. <laughs> the boys. Um, um I did you watch? Have you been watching the boys? Yeah, I did watch the the boys. Um, I mean, the season was good. The finale definitely was kind of like a whatever. I only watched the first episode when the the guy that shrinks himself blows up his um lover. Yeah, yeah, that fucking ruled. I was like, man, this show is definitely worth watching. I always forget that the boys does like crazy shit, but then I like didn't keep watching it. Maybe I should watch. I think that's the craziest thing that happens that season. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. That for sure seems like... It, as far as gore goes, that's the highlight for me. I don't remember anything else. I mean, there's there's definitely other explosions and deaths. That but guy, that tiny like... guy gets stopped, stepped on later. That does anything for you? Mm, I guess it's that's still pretty cool. I just like... Uh, the coolness of that scene was like... um, Being open about the like the the, the sexual aspect of it. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cute. Like, you, if you did have, like, a boyfriend who could shrink, you would be like, oh, yeah, go get my prostate. Like, you know what I mean? But my thing is, what's unrealistic about it, to be one of those guys, is uh, I've done, I've snorted plenty of cocaine in my life. It's, uh, it's never made me have to sneeze. You get, like, a drip. Yeah, but I mean, you don't know that was necessarily from the cocaine. Maybe there's something in the man's urethra that, that caused him to sneeze. Well, they like set yeah, it up beforehand where to the, he does the line. Cocaine, but yeah. So I mean, I think you should suspend your disbelief on this show about uh, superpower people climbing up each other's uh, genitalia. Well, yeah, I'll give him a pass on that one just because it's really cool when he sneezes and blows his lover in half. 
I mean, it's like I treat it as a gag in the boys because it's the boys, right? But <laughs> I, it's fun sometimes when shit like that happens. I'll think about it's it. Like, it's fun to think a, about what it'd be really like if it happened. Yeah, like where you'd be like, holy, sh-, like if you just like killed your lover by blowing him in half, you know what I mean? You'd be like, oh my god, <laughs> uh, you wouldn't recover from that shit. <laughs> no, no, probably be harsh. I uh, right, um, I did pull a half star review for this uh, this movie. All right, let's read that shit because nobody sleeps in the woods tonight. Out of shit to talk about this week. Sorry, this episode was just about whatever, but uh, you can rest assured that there'll be plenty more episodes like this. Because <laughs> I have a feeling Netflix is, produces a lot of uh, middling content, right? Yeah, they they could just make that their catchphrase: Netflix subtitle middling yeah. content. Middling content. Alright, here we go. To try to disguise that the movie is not good, they try to put blood and sex on our screen. Uh, oh, more no. unlike Jason, who did it in an acceptable way, I'm used to gore, get sick seeing the movie with scene too strong to appeal. In the end, just a horrible slasher movie. Half star. Huh. I don't understand. No, a lot of it, <laughs> mostly because the grammar's really bad. It's, uh, how, in what way did Jay's, the, the Friday the 13th movies do it in a more acceptable, acceptable way? We gotta get I mean, this person on the podcast. Just... Did they leave their contact information? No, they didn't. Um, we need to get them on here now. I don't know if we can get it. They have a link here for, I don't know, can you message people on IMD or on Rotten Tomatoes? No, I don't you, know. you can't. You cannot. Oh. Yeah, we need the. What did what did you what did you mean by that? Because uh, <laughs> I, I don't understand what the fuck that means. Especially because they were like the, the directly referencing certain scenes from Friday the Thirteenth. I mean, it really felt like a Friday the Thirteenth movie. If you uh, just replace these two guys with with Jason, it's a Friday the Thirteenth movie. Oh yeah. I also, I forgot to mention this early on. It was originally set to premiere on Friday the Thirteenth in Poland, but it got um postponed because of the 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 pandemic pandemic oh the old pandemic um, yeah then it never got a theatrical release i don't think and just got moved, picked up by netflix because dang old damn pandemic also probably because polish disney was like no you can't show this horror movie you can only show thor what marvel movies came out in 2020 <laughs> Was it Thor? Thor Ragnarok? Was that 2020? I don't know. if I remember. Yeah, I don't remember. What was 2020 like? That was when I first started watching Korean variety shows. What a year. During the pandemic. Yeah, it was a big year. I think Cyberpunk came out or some shit. I don't know. I don't know anymore. How long has the, pan- the pandemic been going on for? I think it's about two years now. Two years and change. Two and a half years, roughly. That's crazy. Old pandemic, old pandemic. It won't catch me taking one of their goddamn boner killing vaccines. Oh, my friend, my friend at work who's never had a girlfriend said he took the vaccine and he can't get a boner. He's also seventy-two. No, it's not related. <laughs> You're right. I believe uh, getting COVID one of the side effects is impotency, isn't it? For like long COVID. I would assume so, since uh, it seems to like fuck up your organs and your arteries and your brain, all sorts of shit. Oh, China! China's gonna beat us. Probably not. There's, 
they're smart enough. They're like, no, we're going to make sure we don't have a just completely disabled workforce. And the United States said, you know what? Let it rip. Fuck these assholes trying to get minimum wage. What about Poland? How do you think Poland's doing with the pandemic? The pandemic. Oh, I Poland imagine they're doing pandemic. pretty great, considering they basically have a fascist leader for the last 10 years. Uh, do you think they have a lot of people in Poland who think uh, the pan, uh, coronavirus is fake and shit? You think they got a lot of that going on? You know, I don't do a lot of fact-checking in Polish, so I can't say for certain, but mm. I'm going to guess, just based on what I see from the rest of the world, yes. Mm. Well, I imagine if Poland is pretty right-wing, they probably... Uh, <laughs> I mean, they... Are like, oh, yeah. I imagine, I think it's still one of the worst places to live uh, if you're, you know, a gay person in the European Union. Uh, it's pretty bad everywhere. To be honest, except for I saw someone posted on. Uh, well, Twitter. don't worry, though. you can still get married in America for another six months until they fuck that shit up again, too. Someone posted on Twitter. They're like, "Oh, look! In China, they have their Oprah is a trans woman, so China is better than the United States." It's oh yeah, totally, man. Yeah, remember when Oprah it was our Oprah, and that completely solved racism in the United States? I'm sure that's exactly what's going on in China. Right? <laughs> Because they have a trans woman on TV. When the fucking I know, I mean, after Oprah got big in the early 90s, you know, it just was no racism. That was it. Until racism 2 came along, but then Obama solved that one. Yep. Obama. Yep. Obama. I, mean, I remember when Obama was elected and, and like, fucking people legitimately, like, you can't say America's racist anymore. You can't say it. Look at him. There's a black man in the White House. Right, yeah, but now do that for China. <laughs> <laughs> They got the trans woman on TV. You can't see. Also, the follow-up to it was that she had been removed from TV. <laughs> I mean, like, not to dunk on China. They're just, it's just everywhere's bad. Fuck them, you know what I mean? Everything fucking sucks. But you, fuck, you know, everything sucks, but every week we're going to get to watch fucking bud bomb Even ass. more mediocre Netflix movies. We're going to watch some cool-ass Netflix shit. Shit can't get better than this. Unless you start donating to Patreon, as soon as I get paid to watch Netflix shit, <laughs> my God, can you imagine? Can you even imagine? <laughs> this Netflix podcast brought to you shit. by Tubi TV. Oh yeah, I'll, Tubi sponsorship for life. Tubi's got a bunch of cool shit on there. Everyone, check out Tubi. Tell them uh, content sewer sent sent you. And then after that, go to vhskvlt.com, donate to Patreon, check out our other podcasts, tell your friends and family. Uh, like and subscribe. Hit that notification bell. Follow me on Discourse. Uh, Follow you on the, Discord? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, all that shit that kids like. Give me, um, hit me up on the MySpaces. The shit that kids like. Uh, K-pop. K-pop's gonna change the world. Uh, oh, what are we watching next week? We already alluded to it. It's written by Max Landis. It's a Netflix original. It's, uh, it's Can you guess? The Will Smith uh, alien detective movie. Alien Not alien fantasy races. Whatever. Orcs and shit. Bright. <laughs> it's bright. I, you know, a lot of people have uh, made, you know, they've made arguments about how fantasy races often reflect, like, real-world racism and stereotypes. And then uh, with Bright, uh, Max Landis was like, hey, that's a good idea. I'm going to do it very explicitly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing Bright is going to be fun to talk about because from what I recall it was a catastrophe, right? Wasn't it like one of the most expensive movies ever made at one point? 
Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds like some. I'll look into it, Brent, but I for sure remember being mm. really expensive. And uh, like, did you watch it? I didn't watch it. Uh, I I have. I've I've watched Netflix originals as far as I know. Their only original films I've watched are like The Irishman and that might be it. <laughs> I watched uh, The Irishman and uh, Bird Box. I think that's it. Oh, I did watch Bird Box one time on Christmas when it came out, but I was also like drunk, so doesn't count. I don't remember it. Sandra Bullock's in it though. Remember when she was in Speed? Yeah, I remember she's in Speed too. Mm-hmm. I don't even really remember the first speed. Speed two's uh, it's on a boat. One on the boat. Yeah, and yeah. the bad guy yeah, has leeches. That's the part I remember. And who's not in it? And neither is Dennis Hopper. Correct. Well, Dennis Hopper's dead, so not much yeah, you can do about that I mean, one. Wait. I mean, his character was. <laughs> if you can give find a way to write King Bowser back into the movie, <laughs> you got to do it. Yeah, of course, Dennis Hopper's most well-known role. All right, fuck it. That's it. Hope you enjoyed this episode. That was barely about nobody sleeps in the woods tonight. Um, next week we'll watch Bright. Probably shit on it more. I have a feeling it's going to be a, a disaster piece. I think it's going to be great. Lord of the Please Rings. Please, so. legitimately check out VHS KVLT VHSCult.com. Don't do it. It's a trap. There's other podcasts there you can listen to. You can donate to the Patreon. It'd be pretty sweet if you did. It'd be pretty chilly.